just a reminder that we do have our Patreon, and if you could go and support us, that would be brilliant. It keeps the podcast going, pays all the bills and stuff like that, so it is really, really helpful, and we love everyone who's on there. Thank you very much. Go to patreon.com forward slash HM4AS, the four being the number four, and if you could give us a couple of quid a month, that'd be brilliant. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Hello. It's Mick and Lucy from the popular tattoo-based podcast, How Much for a Sleeve. And we'd like to give a few moments over to our new sponsor, DSM Tattoo Machines. Lucy, tell us a bit about them. Well, Mick, DSM Tattoo Machines make exceptional coils and now a new rotary. Tattoo machines, not guns. You can check them out at dsmtattoo.co.uk. And don't forget, you get 10% off with discount code SLEEVE10. They also make a range of needles. You can find them at lockdownneedle.co.uk. I think they're very nice. How much for the screen? Hello. And welcome to How Much for a Sleeve, a podcast about tattooing hosted by an actual tattooist. Um, who should I be? Joe Black. Hey, and an actual North McTickner. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm fine. You had a nice, nice tea, did you? <laughs> yeah. I can it's see most I've of it on some. your blouse. Yeah. <laughs> I've saved some for later. If I get bored with this, I'll just have a little lick. Just pop your tongue out like a chameleon. <laughs> Slurp it off your off your top. Elton John on there as well. Yeah, Elton John. Oh my god, it's to celebrate because got Elton John tickets. Nice. So his tour was like two hundred pounds for tickets, and I didn't manage to get any. But he announced it was going to be at Hyde Park, and the tickets were eighty darts, as he would say. It's like yeah, on that. Is that is that a whole day as well with loads of people? Um, is it British I summertime? To, yeah, British summertime. I went to a couple once. I saw um. Libertines and the Pogues. Um, I don't know who else is going to be there, but the day after it's Pearl Jam. So I was like, I found that out after, and I was like, oh. but Elton John wins. Sorry, Pearl Jam. I went to one. Um, I, went, I saw Justin B with there. Danny was reviewing it, and uh, are we he was. Cut this out? He was great. Re- yes, really, definitely cut this out. Why? Genuine We're question. Just in- Justin Bieber, Justin probably Bieber. as good as, if not better than Elton John, in my opinion. I'd rather listen to Justin Bieber than Elton John. And who else have you said on here that I am completely ambivalent to? Oh, um, Stevie Nicks. What's that band? I've forgotten what they're called. Fleetwood. Oh, Fleetwood Mac, yeah. Like, I've never, ever listened to one of their songs and thought, wow, who's this? I've thought, am I in an elevator or a shoe shop? I know, it's a bit controversial. I don't really like Stevie Nicks either. I've done a few tattoos of her and I go, oh, yeah, I love her. She's lush, <laughs> lovely hair. Uh, but Elton John, I've got a problem with um, because I love him. Have you watched Rocket Man? No, I do. I enjoy, I enjoy it. I, I enjoy John. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't get the hatred, hatred for, for Bieber. I think it's just people who haven't listened to him and think he's pop, so I've got to hate him, especially when alt like us. Well, I am very old, and maybe it's the goth of me that just has a. He's old uh, as fuck, though. He's got tattoos. Listen, listens yeah. to listens to punk, listens to metal. Does he? Yeah. Do you know the crowbar 
bar in Soho that's sadly no longer with us. No. He went in there when he came to London. I think that they, because it's people just, you know, see him on the tube or whatever. He don't go on the fucking tube. What am I talking about? <laughs> Walking down the street and there's a picture of him. Suddenly there's hundreds of people wherever he, what restaurant or wherever he's in. So I think they picked um, it out and took him in the tradesman's and yeah, sat in there quietly listening, having a nice time apparently. Uh, my old pal Tess, once when she was in London, uh, we took her on the tube for the first time. <laughs> but we had to change at bank and she was like, what the fuck is this? What is this? Why the fuck am I walking five miles? I thought this was going to be fun because I'm never getting the tube again. <laughs> was that the twirly stairs? Or the long walk? Just the long walk. Yeah, I fucking hate it. I'd, I'd go out of my way to not have to change at bank. I used to live, yeah. on, the, I used to live on the central line. And coming home, I was like, no, fuck it. Go the long way. Takes an yeah, extra like, 10 minutes, but... It probably doesn't take an extra 10 minutes, because you spend 10 minutes walking. It is annoying, yeah. isn't it? And it, they don't tell you, it's just a tiny little line on the tube map. Yeah. That should say, like, three kilometres. How many That's steps a- is it? Because they put how many steps up it is on the staircase so you can go, fuck that, I'll wait for the lift. <laughs> they should put how many steps it is in a straight line. 10,000. Yeah, we get steps. The daily day, allowance. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> sorry, I just have to do a little cough because there was so much chilli in that soup I made that's all down me. Maybe it's the fumes from my uh, chest. <laughs> That'd clear you out, I would have thought. I don't know. We don't haven't done know. enough research oh, on it. We're not medical maybe. doctors, are we? Not trained not doctors, me- anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a doctor. The doctor of what? Ink. Um, ink doctor. Doctor Ink. Doctor. I was going to say tattoos, but um, Matt Lauder is actually a doctor yes. of tattoos, isn't he? Squeeze yeah. her professor, it's fine. I am a professor of... I still don't know the answer to this. <laughs> Uh, we didn't see each other this weekend after we promised we'd provide some quality video content Um, Mick got his willy stuck in his uh, zip and had to go to hospital yeah it's amazing really I mean it's a very small it's a very small zip as well (laughs) we both did the same joke that's nice (laughs) same lol but it turns out that even if even if we had I forgot an important lead so we wouldn't have been able to record anything anyway and it would have sounded shit but fuck it Oh. We'll do it. I won't make that same mistake twice. So, a blessing in disguise. <laughs> We've got a few more socials coming up, so we'll do something. Hey, yeah, do something. It's probably a good thing you don't get to see our faces, to be honest. Not the best faces. Faces for radio. Huh? <laughs> My mate Luke was in a band at uni called Faces for Radio. That's Terrible a good name. Did you like my Instagram story that I posted to the How Much for a Sleep uh, page the other day where it was me and you? There were two. Oh, the, the, the egg. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that one. I laughed a lot of that. And then I hadn't spoken to you about it. I hadn't encouraged it. Like, hello, can you laugh at this, please? Um, I thought it was very funny. Yeah, it was funny. It was <laughs> any, anything with eggs is funny. I've started, I noticed you started right. We, I don't know where it came from, but using egg as an insult. He's he's an egg. Mm, and now, I just now, meant because you're bald. taking it on. Yeah, I know, but same thing, isn't it? Bald. Baldy. <laughs> I am. Um, I'm still thinking about that curry I had when we were in London. 
the one that was labelled up as prawn, egg and celery, egg, <laughs> cream and celery. Oh, egg, cream, it sounds smelly. I know, they need to revise their menu there because it's not, if, if everyone hadn't said, oh, it's really good, I'd never have gone for no. that. Based in the, on the egg cream. The egg cream. Yeah. Dirty. But it was yummy. Um, I'm going back an... to origin. In... Sorry, you go on. What? Uh, I'm going back to origin in November and I've instructed Matt that he has to find somewhere exceptional because it is my 21st birthday. Ooh. Yeah, 21. Again? I've got like, chances. Uh, that was 20. Actually, uh, last year was 20. Uh, this year's 21 and next year's 21 as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've had another tattoo. What was that? I've had another tattoo. <laughs> what? So I went to... I had a tattoo this week. You did? No. No, you didn't, did you? Just lying again. I had uh, Optimus Prime, the Transformer, on my forearm as part of my Transformer sleeve. Oh, yeah. how was it? It was good. Yeah, it was um, in a nice place, so it didn't hurt. Um, it was done by Cohen Chamberlain. Go look him up at Cohen Tattoos, K-O-E-N. Uh, lovely fella, good tattoos and that. So he does yeah. nice, nice tattoos. Did you feel like? Have you been tattooed by him since we've been doing this pod? No, no, no. Oh, did he feel like a celeb? No, no. Did he? Has it? Um, has he listened to? Any? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, uh, yes. He knew. He knew the guests we'd had on. So I don't know if he just had a quick, quick look before. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but the um, the person India, what he does, share a shop with Daggers and Daisies, I think it's called. Uh, she'd listened. Oh, so that was that was cool. So I felt big time kind of a. Let's be a test, wouldn't it? Hi, Cohen. Let's see if we really listen. In in episode sixteen, when we spoke to what the, <laughs> Lucy called me something oh. to do being bald. What was it? I see you wearing a how much for a sleeve t shirt. Uh, what episode is um. Uh, Matt stops in. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know if does that happen anymore. That when those I think diamond... so. I had it with a slip more one. What a man came up to you and said, Oi yeah. prick, name name yeah. ten songs. Well, similar, we're out and he had a slipknot tattoo and I went, Oh, I fucking love slipknot. And he went <clears throat> And then when I sort of said that I, the first time I'd seen him was two thousand and one and he wasn't even born, I was like, Yeah. Yeah. I just put my finger up there. It's a hand for radio. <laughs> I remember someone so, yeah. someone had a one of my friends had an ACDC, those um those big early aughts Diamante ones. Do you know the ones I mean? <laughs> is that what yeah. is the right word? The ones that come like, from the Guns N' Roses shop. Yeah. Um yeah, an A C D C T shirt on some some geezer said to him, name five A C D C songs. He said and he my mate's reply was, name five women you've had sex with. <laughs> Which was pretty good. Shut him up as well. <laughs> it weren't loads. Yeah, whatever. I had a friend, when it became popular, to start wearing like motorhead t-shirts and actually text me and said, I've just bought a motorhead t-shirt. Can you tell me a few songs and if they're good? Didn't remember <laughs> What's my them. favourite? <laughs> Probably have to say the best of motorhead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's not my joke. It's an Alan Partridge joke. Shout out Steve Coogan. Um, uh, there was another one on that. Oh, someone said I can't remember who it was. Comedian said that um, they love the Ramones. They're their they're their favourite t-shirt brand. That is that's quite love. So funny, isn't it? Someone was wearing one in the crowd. Audience, not crowd. <laughs> um, 
What Check. else is there? How are your hands healing after getting hands, your hands are healing. Done? Hands are healing fine. Look very, very shiny still. Everyone fucking vibed off them when I showed them off. Have you been told off getting your hands tatted? Um, mum hated it, but she she actually got an SMS from mum today saying that there's one of their friends from somewhere likes Transformers. So could I send a picture of Optimus? Oh. So she's... I think she's sort of come to peace with it now. She'd rather I didn't yeah. have them still. She's just like, you know, like, flick this switch, go back in time, and Mick never has tattoos. Would you do it? She'd go, fuck it, in an instant, she'd do it. But yeah. she, she enjoys the, uh, she appreciates that I like them. And dad said, think... dad said, never say never. So we might be tattooing my dad. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? How fun would that be for an episode? Yeah, just a little come on your spurs on his ass anus um, <laughs> excuse me i don't know i mean we might get someone else to do that one I don't know how i feel about that maybe he could be my matching knob tattoo <laughs> seeing as he didn't get it with me yeah it's fucked up that did i well i didn't really fuck up misjudged wow. misjudged some timing yeah we'll do it which is my fault not happen. not the not anyone else's because i just guessed and guessed wrong based on off other information rather than um, actually finding out before. Um, uh, <laughs> in a lucky escape. We will. We will get our Oh, it's, it's definitely happening. When are you? Ta- you I'm tattooing you in December, aren't I? It's going to happen yes. then. I'll just have to do my own. It's right up till Christmas. I could do yours. Mm. It's on your hand. I'll do my it? own. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to have to ah. be on my left hand, though. That's fine. We can be on either of mine, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. Okay, we'll do that in December. <laughs> I don't. Want, that's a long time to wait. Um, I've decided what to do with my arm as well. After yes. discussing last week, um, I saw like this really awesome reference picture of somebody had a whole blast over sleeve with black traditional, and I was like, yes. So I messaged my favourite traditional artist, Danielle Rose, and said. Is this going to work? And Shout said, out yes. episode two. Yeah, episode two. Um, so she's going to do do it. So what now sort of I've got st- to what, what sort of stuff are you getting on it? I don't know. I just said whatever is going to work, really. Let her decide whatever she thinks. Like It would be like Black Panther, like she said maybe buildings, butterfly, all just like really dark traditional stuff. Nice. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's quite inconvenient. She's in Scotland. So yeah. I'm gonna have to have a few um yeah trips up there, which is not bad because then I can get macaroni pies. Yeah. Um <laughs> get, get a couple more of them tattooed on. Just for oh, the man dem and the girl dem and the non-binary dem. <laughs> what does blasting over mean again? Just for everyone. It's just like doing a second layer. But so it's not it's not a cover up. up. It's not a cover no. up. There's no um tattoo removal before just over. You the can top. do that. Yeah, you can you can get it lasered and then, but you don't have to get rid of it completely because like you still see stuff coming through. But yeah, it's just a second layer, really. So where I've got like this blue rose, which was a cover up, in a way, the third layer over the top, so it'd just be like a darker. And you're covering up everything, layer. or you're going round some bits that you do like. Mm, don't know, really. I've got a couple of things that I really enjoy this arm. Like I've got one of Jodie Dorper's, um Kirby grip parts it says Elvis in it so I'm going to mm. keep that 
I've got the queen on the back of my arm as well, so I'm going to keep that, I think. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm excited for Danielle to do it because she is so good and then it, get, it means I get to see her, which is oh, awesome. Probably haven't seen her for a couple of years, have you? Was it when did you go to last New York? August? Yeah, we went to New York together in March, and then I saw oh, her saw in August. We just went up to Scotland for a, a little mini break, mm. and we were trying to organise something this summer, but just didn't happen. So I was looking tonight ways to get up to Scotland quickly because I'm going to have to like drive up on the Saturday night, get tattooed on Sunday, come back on the Sunday. <laughs> and um, there used to be loads of ways to fly. Now it was just there's a lot fewer, a lot less. There are fewer. That's correct. Fewer flights. <laughs> then I thought, oh, maybe I'll get the sleeper train. That'll be luxurious. £400. Ooh. I'll drive. You're fine. <laughs> maybe get yeah. the Megabus, 999. I got a Megabus from London to probably Leeds to watch a cricket match for like six darts return. It's like, <laughs> um, I think I might have spoke about this before, but the the toilet on board the train just had um, gaffer tape on it, and it just said no. <laughs> <laughs> just like okay, cool, that's fine. Seven hours on a bus <laughs> won't won't pass anything in that time. Um, we've been no waffling. I used to, what I else have we got? What else have we got to talk about? Went up on a plane this oh, week. Yeah. Talking planes. Yeah, I got Grant like a trial test, a trial test, trial. Uh, flying lesson for his 40th which was over a year ago we finally did that and it was fucking lush I got to go up which is unexpected because I'd booked it for a two-seater just him and the actual pilot and then when we got there there wasn't one available so it was four-seater so the uh, the pilot who was female and awesome lush uh, she was like why might as well come along and I went oh oh my god okay and it was terrifying but it was awesome as well how does it work it's like dual controlled yeah. They take off and then just give you controls for a bit and yeah, wang around. And then if anything mad happens, they just can flick a switch and take back control. Exactly that. Yeah, they Sweet. both, I think they both work at the same time. So like the foot rudders, foot pedals, which is nuts as well. Like you yeah, change direction with your feet. No, I'd fuck that up. <laughs> no, I'm going to do it now. I'm going to go have a little lesson. Um, without, without, but, without, you know, releasing coin, is it expensive? Because it sounds yeah. like it ought to be. So I've been looking into it. To do your personal pilot license, it's seven and a half grand. I mean, just for you, one for one horse, like you did. For one horse, it's about one hundred. It should for a four seater, it should have been one hundred and eighty. For a two seater, it's one fifty. I thought it. Did you have to pay it, like extra insurance or like like? No, that's all deposited. But that was like an experience. Getcha. <laughs> right. It was like an experience day. But if you do your pilot license, then you can just hire a plane for the same amount. So you can hire a plane for an hour for like 180 quid. Smart, isn't it? Yeah. Although, oh my God, we had a really hairy landing where we came in at an angle to literally like, I don't know, 45 degree angle to the runway. <laughs> had a little bump and it went, oh. And then the air traffic controller said, because we're wearing headsets, he was like, um, everything okay? Because your wing nearly hit the runway there. <laughs> And yeah, fine, like, you. Yeah, 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 fine. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you. <laughs> yeah, hun. You okay, hun? Did, did so, you send me the, um, it might not have been you, the um, video of the woman walking around Sainsbury's saying hello to all her colleagues and they were just saying, yeah, you, to each other for ages. <laughs> so I no. find it 
I thought it was you. Ignore me. Um, wasn't me. Sophie Brown. Sophie That's Brown our is guest. our guest. She's lush and she's yeah. beautiful. Lots of. Is it bad to comment on somebody's appearance? Because I didn't call Sean beautiful. I mean, obviously he's beautiful. He's he very is. beautiful, Sean. Sophie's also beautiful. Inside Sean's in my top three, I think. Of guests. Top three. Um, Sean actually messaged us today and has obviously just listened to his episode and said, um, I didn't realise how northern I sound. Because <laughs> he, he was drunk. He regressed it. <laughs> drunk on gravy. <laughs> drunk on amaretto and gravy. Dr Pepper gravy. Oh, Lord, what a combination. <laughs> uh, yeah, you are northern, actually, That's Sean. Confirmed. Yeah. Confirmation there. <laughs> Sophie, you're also northern. Yes. Just to let you know, in case there's any doubt. Uh, but yeah, we cover the the normal big topics again, don't we? Flooding, um, dogs, babies, having babies, um, renting flats and moving out of flats. All the all the main tattoo top topics. But then we do. Yeah. Lols aside, we do get a bit serious about the um, the Me Too. So, a little warning for you if that's upsetting for yeah. you. If you don't um, want to hear that. But it is it is important to keep talking about it, and yes, otherwise otherwise it will just go back to how it was, in which no one wants. Yeah, that's it exactly. So, um, but yeah, it is a lovely chat, very pleasant. Sophie's awesome. Another person I'd really love to get tattooed by. I basically select our guests based on who I want to tattoo me. Yeah, so, um, and then when so it gets to the end of the episode, so you know the stuff you said you didn't want in. Right, well, I'm coming to your house so you can tattoo <laughs> me, and if you don't let me in, I'll just release the episode of all the all the bad things yeah. in it. Yeah, literally that. You know when you called that David Dick? <laughs> nah, sorry, it's gonna the whole world's uh, gonna know. All 200 listeners are gonna find out. Mm. So that thank you for all the nice comments, saying that you're happy we're back and that we're happy to be oh. back. I mean, I. I'm quite happy, but you know, I'm sorry it's a mix here as well. He is quite useful. We're we keeping that joke going in the, this new season. Just gonna season, keep are we? it. Yeah, gonna keep it. Keep it going, keep it okay. it going there. <laughs> yeah, you've got to keep something consistent, you know. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, I'd say we've sold out. She don't call him a cunt anymore, so I'm not listening. <laughs> right. You know, I can really fuck you off, is to say. <laughs> nah, you don't. Right. So. If you say that, I cannot be held responsible for if it's that name stays in. So if you say it, the whole episode can't go out and then you'll look like a bad person. So I mean you do the editing, I just do the laws. I know, but I can't I haven't got I haven't got time to edit it out. So I've got time to edit it, but I haven't got time to get to do that. You I can see you are itching to say it and you're not allowed to. <laughs> Joke's been done. I won't. I've dragged it out for a long time now. Thanks, hun. But um, it's fine we... as long as we say allegedly. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't think that is. I think that is correct if if we were a news program, but we're not. We're not. Should we, we, get, not. Should we, should we crack on? Yeah. <laughs> this is episode twenty-eight of How Much for a Sleeve with Sophie Brown. Well, it's- this is Good Time Charlie, and you're listening to How Much for a Sleeve. We've got. Uh, the awesome Sophie Brown. Thank you so much. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, looking after a drunk boyfriend. 
<laughs> Sorry about that. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> so these will go, these ex- um, episodes will go out like consecutively. So if yours is second, everyone listening will know that we got, we accidentally got Sean pissed. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. You might have to deal with sorry. that in, in an hour or two. So yeah, sorry about looking that. Looking after two babies tonight. <laughs> yeah. Is he gone on parenting duty now? Yeah, he has. But I made I put the baby down so he's asleep. So it should be easy enough. <laughs> if I hear any like loud thuds or anything, I'll just have to run off. That's fine. We can sort that out. <laughs> oh, how how old is your ba- Archer? How old is Archer now? Six months just to end just six months. Oh my goodness. And are you back at work now? Yeah. I um I only had three months off after he was born. And so now I'm back. But I only do two days a week, so it's not um full time. It's just enough to get by. Yeah. How are you finding juggling like being a mum and tattooing? Do you know what? Like I don't I don't really think it's that bad. <laughs> <laughs> But we have been blessed. We've got a really, really easygoing, happy baby. So maybe I don't think it's that bad, but yeah, <laughs> I think it's fine, to be honest. It's kind of nice to have that little break, I think. Not that I need a break from a baby. That sounds a bit nasty, but... Oh, no, it's true that you <laughs> saying, like, sometimes it's so easy to forget who you are as a person rather than just being a mum. Yeah. How old's your daughter? 15, nearly 16. Oh, so. my God. <laughs> Yeah, I know it's disgusting. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> um, I'm gonna kick her out and then pretend I'm 25 again. Because I just give away like I definitely age myself by telling people I've got a nearly 16 year old daughter. Oh my god! The other day, the funniest thing happened. We went into um, we went to Morrison's and um, I bought wine and the lady came. I was with my daughter and uh, my daughter's just had her hair cut short. She looks like um either Leonardo DiCaprio or Sandy Toxvig. Um and um we got so I this like definitely Leonardo <laughs> so DiCaprio. I, I'm, I'm really glad he doesn't listen to this. I'm just gonna be furious. Um so I was buying wine and the lady came up to the self-service thing and she looked at me and she was like and you are and I was like 34 and she looked at India and she went and you are and I was like my 15 year old daughter and she went oh I thought you were two were uh younger (laughs) India was like did she think I was your girlfriend (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. I was like well you definitely look gay now India with your short hair she's like yes (laughs) yeah and I text my Botox lady and I was like thank you (laughs) it's worked my ID out in hopes that I'll get (laughs) but never fucking do (laughs) I got ID'd probably about six years ago and I just lifted my cap up and saw my massive bald head and he was like okay yeah sorry mate (laughs) that's embarrassing for all of us isn't it so I didn't didn't have any ID on me It's mad as well because, like, my roots are well, but I've got loads of grey. My roots are so bad at the moment, and she just didn't clearly didn't see. Someone said I get ID'd all the time, but it's the mask. I swear it's the mask. And someone on waitress said it's because I've got young eyes and a young voice. I was like, I'll fucking take that. Don't get ID'd with a mask without a mask. I must just look haggard. (laughs) (laughs) All the years. (laughs) That's what happens when you have a six-month-old baby. Yeah. Um, did I see I might be thinking of the wrong person but because I've followed you for ages 
when you were still pregnant and literally like the week before you had your baby didn't you get flooded oh was that you? God. yeah that was me yeah <laughs> god what <laughs> happened oh my god it was oh, it was fucking crazy um so we rented the house and owned the house um but we rented it off one of Sean's friends with sort of like the plan was like that we would buy it like so we did like lose this house and it felt like home and we kind of like were planning on staying there um, and definitely planning on having our baby there and everything and um and that day it was it was in January so I don't know if people remember there was just like loads of storms and stuff and so this house is like it's a 400 year old cottage um and then it had like an extension on it so the house is like really set down from the road um and the drainage in the road was shit basically so all the water was just running off the road down to the houses Um, oh my god so it's like ringing the council all day trying to get like sandbags and stuff because everywhere had like sold out of them um couldn't get any I think the council just turned the phone line off it was so shit we just literally couldn't get through on the phone um finally found some sandbags like later on and Sean had literally just finished putting them outside the door and I was like going up the stairs and as I went to go up the stairs the water just come from like under the stairs so like <gasps> the house is so old the foundations um I mean, I don't know about like buildings, but they're not the same as like they are now. So this water literally just went up through the floors and, and it just, yeah, it was crazy. And then from that moment, uh, I think it took about half an hour for it to get like a foot deep and the electric cup turned off. And yeah, we just literally had to like pack up our shit. Well, pack whatever you can that night and yeah and drive out and to be fair um Sean's got a Range Rover so we were lucky that we had that car because even when we were driving down the road the water was so high up the car it was crazy um and that was I think that happened on the Monday and that was a few weeks before I ended up having the baby but at that point they were on about inducing me on the Friday and it, (sighs) it was fucking crazy and there was um there was a woman across the road who was I think a week ahead of me pregnant and she went into labor like as this was all happening from the stress. Yeah, it was nuts. Like the fire brigade. Yeah, it was just absolutely crazy. God. So what did you do? Did you have to move then? Yeah, so we went to my mum's that night and then we went back the next day. Um and we were like, oh, we'll just expect the worst. And like, I don't know, I was probably a bit naive because I've never lived through a flood before so I, I don't know what I expected but I was picturing myself back in my house <laughs> with oh. my and that turned out that was really stupid of me but um yeah so we went back the next day and I was like oh we'll just picture it worst case scenario and then anything better is a bonus and then we got there and it was oh it was so much worse than worst case scenario it was like above waist height so we <gasps> we wore wellies and because the house is like set down we couldn't even go down the drive like at the top of the drive the water was like coming into our valley so we couldn't even get down the drive um so oh, Sean had to find some uh you know like fishing waders like mm. dungarees just to get into the house um to get some of our stuff out but yeah it was just it's crazy it's horrible oh my god so was everything in like the bottom or the ground floor of your house just ruined yeah pretty much yeah Shit. Yeah. It was hot. Oh my god. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was just grim. I think the worst bit was like when we went back, obviously we'd just finished the baby's nursery and you kind of picture your baby being mm. in there. We went in and it just broke down. We went into that room. It was horrible. 
Oh did you have, did you have your dogs at the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were fine. Oh, <laughs> they just yeah. thought it was a big adventure. Yeah. <laughs> like swimming around the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. No, they were fine. Oh, Jesus. God, that must have been so stressful. Yeah, it was. It was horrible. I think I look back on it now. I don't even know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how I didn't give birth at that point. It was yeah. Stressful. But no, we made it. And we had to just... um. We had to just move into like a flat temporarily just for some so we'd have somewhere to bring baby back to because there was because this was in um lockdown as well so there was literally like nothing on the market oh. at all yeah um so yeah we just had to move into this flat so for a while it was like us a baby two dogs and a cat in like a tiny flat <laughs> it was like a recipe for a sitcom oh my god <laughs> it was a lot <laughs> Shit. So did you I take it you don't live there anymore? No, we were in a different house now. Oh, what a shame. God, we've had it like where I am, obviously not that bad, but the I'm like really rural and my house is just a row of four cottages and there's a farm sort of opposite, but we're just in a bit of a dip from the fields. So when it rains, the water just runs off the fields fills up in the road and then comes over into the gardens and I've had it where the water's been like running over the step the front step and the back step and running down but luckily my house is like sort of a couple of steps up into but it's been so bad that like proper just panicked and moved all the cars out of the way and stuff and in the end I like went over to the farmer and I was like you've got to just dig a ditch or something and he ends up digging a ditch to divert the the water away from the houses because it just was like pissing it down the water's mm. rising so quick but as soon as he dug that channel it all diverted away and we just literally yeah. saw it dropping and it was like fuck so close fuck. <laughs> yeah literally just terrifying and like your stuff you think you put so much thought into what you have in your house don't you and even yeah, there's like sofas yeah like I don't know we've got like a lot of like I don't know clutter knickknacks like sentimental shit mm. yeah and- I was saying to Sean, like, I'm not really asked if you know, like the tellies and stuff like that. Like, it's the more expensive stuff, but it's replaceable. But it's like the little things, like postcards from your friends and shit like that. Yeah, it just all gets fucking ruined. Yeah, it's just literally it. like, memories just like taken from you. It's just dead shit. Like, yeah, my god, it literally everything in my house apart from like my sofa and the t- modern TV and that is vintage. I'd never replace it. Yeah, and like when you do your house insurance and stuff, you have to think about that as well like yeah I might have paid 50 quid for it but if I actually bought it properly without finding a bargain it'd be like 500 quid and yeah. it's hard like god oh, bless you but yeah that was a lesson that we learned because we didn't actually have insurance oh no no we didn't oh. have an we had, when I rented in when I lived in London we um couldn't get insurance because one of our windows wouldn't lock because, oh my because the landlord had let it get knackered. So we were like, can you come and fix it? Because we can't actually get insurance. And he was like, yep. Never did. So we, we lived there five years about insurance. And if we'd have got, if we'd have got buggled, it would have been, well, you didn't have any insurance. And we wouldn't have been able to say anything, even though there'd be like evidence of us. But you, you said you, you, were, you were renting off a mate. So maybe they wouldn't have been bastards yeah. but yeah if you haven't got the insurance you haven't got the insurance there's not really anywhere you can go is it yeah well we didn't have a reason like that it was just us being <laughs> to be fair you know I've had it I've not had it for years at a time because I just forget <laughs> like yeah. oh yeah insurance <laughs> <laughs> oh bless you 
God. Well, so where are you now? Is it somewhere better? Is this your like permanent yeah. place? Yeah, to be fair, it is better. Um, and I think it was definitely better for having a kid than where we are now. Because where we were then was just like on a country lane. So we like, there's nothing really for kids around there or anything like that. Um, and people used to just like bomb it down there as well, like going so uh. now we're on like a estate and it's just like good for kids, but we're still renting now. Um but we are gonna buy a book for COVID. I think it's gonna be my god. <laughs> yeah. It's so hard to buy like the house market at the moment seems absolutely nuts. It's a miracle that Mick's managed to buy, I think. Yeah, we were complete complete fluke. So I still don't understand how we did it because we everything was going can't remember what it's called but when it goes uh, best and final so there's a there's a house and you think oh we like that and you 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 have to book a time and there's like nine slots over a weekend and they're taken so you can't look around the house but you can still put a bid in if you want but you only get one chance and then they take the one that they want so the people Uh. who we bought it from must have i imagine decided that they weren't going to sell it to they wanted to sell it to people rather than a landlord that's there's no reason our our bid wouldn't have been the highest but they might have just had a conscience and thought i don't want just another landlord coming in and renting their house out and ruining people's lives or whatever (laughs) yeah got a bit lucky there but it was fucking horrible and you and you just feel like if you know you're buying a house you don't want to be it's not like you you know you feel like you're in an auction immediately (laughs) when you're buying a house like can we look around it a couple of times no because by the time that'll happen someone have already put a bid in is that yeah. in London as well? No, it's in Leeds. Oh, right. Okay. I imagine it's even worse in London. Oh my God, yeah. Even renting, you have to bid on, like, renting now. It's crazy. I had no idea that that was what it was like. Yeah. Danny went to, my girlfriend Danny went to, before we lived together, she went to look at a, uh, a bedroom in a flat and there were 19 people there. And it was like a, like, like a bidding war. Like, Oh, my God. Like, what you meant living in it? Oh, no. no. <laughs> Walk in, so, yeah. <laughs> You've got that one nineteenth of the bed. Sorry, yeah. When they went, so he had, he had the, the the geezer who lived there who had the who had the bedroom. Said, you know, you all come round, but you all come round at the same time because I, I, you know, all of you come round in an hour. She's like you couldn't even she didn't even, couldn't even see the bathroom, and people go, and I'll give you, I'll give you eight hundred quid. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh tattooing. God, that's not. Yeah, sorry. We haven't even. We need to hit our three percent quota. Yeah, we do. Uh, how. How long have you been tattooing? How did you get into it? Um, I actually don't know how long it's been. Um, I was, I think, it's even nine or ten years, but I don't, I don't know. I haven't, I don't remember the, when it was. It's hard. It is. <laughs> yeah. lose track so easily. You're like, oh my god, it's been that long. Like the tattoo anniversary. I don't even. I don't know when it was. <laughs> so it was even nine or ten years I think Sean's been tattooing a bit longer than me so I don't know around that (laughs) Um, well I just got into it um I mean I'd always wanted to do it so I was like actively looking to get into it um and I just got an apprenticeship at this absolutely bullshit shop (laughs) yeah it was fucking shocking um by this guy who I think he bought a tattoo machine off ebay or whatever back in the day um and then open opened a shop like two weeks later or something and then and then but obviously at the time like instagram wasn't really a thing so i didn't really know any people doing tattoo and you couldn't really see much about it apart from magazines so i didn't really know there's a good apprenticeship and a bad apprenticeship so i had a shit one (laughs) and and so i was shit at tattooing (laughs) 
and then went to a better shop I think about 18 months later and then just sort of properly learned everything from there on I think but it was a bit of a slow journey yeah when I went to like the shop I am at now Grant was like forget everything that you've been taught so far literally just strip all back and start again thought is a loose word for what happened with me as well like here's a machine it's off ebay go and do bit of tattooing with it oh my god I've probably knocked out some of the worst tattoos in my hometown (laughs) (laughs) I honestly I think at one point I was told it was like a sin to put black into black and gray so it's just tattooing just gray just gray and gray (laughs) (laughs) at least I'll be able to get it covered up (laughs) oh my god wow I remember when I was an apprentice once I like um tattooed somebody I knew and she had it was like two anchors one on like the back of each thigh and she came back a few months later and she was like this one's just loads lighter and the only explanation we could work out was that I hadn't I'd used grey instead of black to outline it and do everything to it I'd just forgotten about the black when I did that one because one was black and one was grey <laughs> another time I had when I was in like a shitty apprenticeship the girl literally just the same like handed me a machine and she was like right I'm just gonna go get some coffee here's a customer did mm. this really terrible tattoo and then it was obviously really shit and I really struggled I didn't know what the fuck I was doing she had to finish it oh no she didn't finish it not that one actually and then a few weeks later she was like yeah that customer came back I have to cover up that tattoo did because she's not really happy and I was like well like I didn't have a fucking clue what I was doing you went out for coffee and it was the first tattoo I did so <laughs> yeah Oh, it's not. I didn't really stay there much longer. She never used, she didn't know how to use mags. She did everything with a round shader. No, oh God, I got taught some fucking bad habits from the first shop I was in. <laughs> I remember once I was like asking him, like, so how do you do colour and make it stay in? And he's like, you just fucking bury it. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's what I thought. But yeah, turns out it's not how you do colour and make it stay in. <laughs> oh my God. How long did you stay there for? Um, it was about 18 months, but I wanted to leave a lot sooner because aside from being shit tired, he was also like really aggressive and like sexually inappropriate. Oh, uh. horrible. And I was like 18 years old as well. So I just felt like so trapped at one point. Yeah. Like, God. Was it? Fuck off, Lucy. Stop uh, saying that. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was maybe Warrington's answer. <laughs> God. There's a in every town isn't it that's what's upsetting though (laughs) (laughs) yeah there is literally they like just there's there was that whole generation of literally tattooists who like Mm. i when i was getting tattooed by a local guy and he was doing some fucking shit tattoos i remember i was like trying to get an apprenticeship so i was trying to convince him to let me have an apprenticeship and i was doing some of his drawing to like be like look and i taking tattoo magazines and he'd be like oh let's have a look let's let's see how they do their shading he said I want to see how to do some color and I was like and now oh he was just such a creep and so many stories came out after that as well we actually stopped tattooing but it's just like oh just gross it'd be so easy for people to take advantage in that situation they absolutely have Mm, yeah um... just just gross but like the best thing I think that's happened in the last year is the word getting out 
about this behavior not being normal it's not okay yeah it just seems like nothing's really changing there like you know think? yeah because I know like loads of those tattooists that got called out and people think they're not tattooing anymore because they haven't seen them but they've just changed their fucking Instagram names and they're still fucking doing it yeah and I also think like loads of them get called out and if they've got a big name their mates or whoever they work with will like publicly like disassociate themselves from him but like I know they're still fucking mate I know they're still knocking about with each other and it's like fuck off like I don't know like there's a lot there's a big difference between how people are trying to make it seem on Instagram and how the reality of it actually is. yeah that's it like when we we spoke to Daryl about it um Daryl Watson and he was talking about like when it came out about Gibbo and the way that they dealt with it and I I just presumed he would still be tattooing you know like just change name go work in fucking Scarborough's mic and he was like no he's literally just not the main problem with the, like the tattoo industry is there is just no governing body is there so there's nobody in charge to say is there like a um what's it called well like all the post office workers are in it they're in a thing oh, like a union yeah. union union is there is there anything like that there's like smaller but they're not they're not they haven't got the power to to make decisions no or do it's not like a universally recognized right. organization is there yeah. there's little individual like smaller groups of tattoo unions people like like laos yeah his like federation of tattooists or whatever and knights of the round shader and stuff like that but Nights the round show no, is funny. Yeah, that's funny. funny. <laughs> but yeah, there is no, there's no ultimate government governing body. Like, yeah, there isn't, there isn't. But it'd be so hard to enforce because then yeah. you, it opens up a can of worms. Then there's like official training and and I'm sure as tattooing gets more popular, stuff like this is going to have to come into force to stop scratches and people who are unsafe or people who've got convictions and stuff yeah but there isn't at the moment so i think yeah it is a it is a weird one and that's got to be started by like it's not just something you that us three could start and then everyone buys into it because we don't know the all of that legislation and all of those yeah policies yeah, and things like that like, knows that shit yeah. <laughs> like, basically yeah. got to, it's got to be It'd have to be like a big thing to start something like that. Yeah. yeah. And there's been like petitions, haven't there? Like put forward like DBS check tattoo artists and stuff, but they never get enough um, signatures in order to go to Parliament. And I think it's just a whole industry that. Well, even that though, like what percentage of people actually get prosecuted for yeah, rape? Like exactly. it's like, yeah, it's literally. like 1%. Yeah. And I'm sure that 1% is of the rapes reported as well, which is. Yeah even less than that so yes check in reality it's not going to stop people because people like i don't know the the big names that we've all heard of they haven't been convicted of anything but you just know that they're a massive fucking rapist and abuser and whatever so yes check wouldn't actually stop them from tattooing that's it and also like so much of it was not necessarily illegal like not actual assault but dickhead behavior, behavior that was yeah. bad. like consistent yeah. doing yeah. it several times um, but really you know where do you, legally where is the line on someone from being a bit of a dick to being an abuser 
yeah, and that's, that's, the, that's the issue is that there's it's the legal line that would come yeah. up on things like that rather than just everyone going, don't hang about him, he's a tosser. Yeah, and he couldn't go to the police and say, this tattooist said if I give him a blowy, I'll get my yeah. tattoo for free because it's not a crime. Like, I was just being a dick. Yeah. But I don't think it's a crime. I've got to stop asking if people are giving me a blowy. In case <laughs> <it is. laughs> yeah, it is nuts, but... And I think also during lockdown, everyone had so much time, didn't they? They were all concentrating on it. Everyone had so much time and everyone had so much like anger in them because they were all yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone was just fucking directing it at all that, which I don't know. It was a good thing, but I don't know. I don't I don't feel that much has changed since it's happened. I feel like stuff yeah. changes at the time like when it's going on. Like that person won't be tiring for a couple of months while their name is out there, but then as soon as it dies down, they just fucking creep back in again. Yeah, literally, or just change countries and go start reinvent themselves again yeah yeah. because yeah. also like if you went to just go and work in a little street shop who doesn't like an old school tattoo they don't have instagram they might not even they probably don't even know yeah, yeah. so they'll just look at their work and go well yeah you're fucking decent like yeah come work for me yeah or well, it's probably even more dangerous now is just the amount of people that get like private rooms yes like, that's what i heard that um i can't say names come on no uh, from Birmingham was doing <laughs> he was <laughs> in a private room and I just <laughs> yeah I heard that and it just makes you oh, like yeah. cringe doesn't it because like Jesus Christ you need to be in a public place like yeah yeah, yeah. it's it is crazy I don't know what happened with that either like we're talking to Dara about it there was so many I mean it went it was in the papers a little while wasn't it and then just sort of disappeared but there are so many times where you're doing a sternum or you're doing a rib and I'm always like no no it's okay you don't have to take your t-shirt off no it's fine let's just cover that up <laughs> yeah there's always a way as well like no matter where you're tattooing unless you're literally tattooing someone's nipples like there's always a way for them to stay covered up while yeah. you're doing it I have yeah. never ever had to get somebody to get their tits out while I'm doing a tattoo yeah I've actually been tattooing their tits <laughs> like <laughs> like there's literally you don't need to <laughs> yeah absolutely um so you and Sean did you know each other before you work like were you together before you were working together or did you meet each other through? yeah 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 no so I met him um probably about eight years ago maybe a bit longer ago I got tattooed in the shop that he worked at at the time um and then I yeah I brought in my boyfriend while I was getting tattooed <laughs> his girlfriend was there at the time as well I was like oh that's a bit all right <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah and then we both obviously knew each other in tattooing and he was he was always after a slice but <laughs> I always said no <laughs> Five years later, he wore me down. <laughs> yeah, and then we ended up together. But yeah, I lived in Manchester when we got together. And then I moved over to Chester, like, so that we could move in together because his shop was over here. Um, and that's when I, I know, I briefly worked at another shop, but it, the commute was a bit, a bit long. And then it just said, like, I'll just come and work in your shop. How do you find working together and living together? Do you know what? It's fine. Like, it's absolutely fine. Like, we just got on dead well. We've never really been like an arguey 
couple like obviously every couple has arguments but not a lot so it, it, it works really well for us like I don't think it's for everyone is it but for us it's fine oh that's nice that's nice I don't live with my boyfriend but we do work together but I like my space that's it that's usually it's the other way around (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think you um would probably live with me now but we're just um yeah I like my space I like the bed so like I only sleep on one side but I like all the covers to myself and I like to if I want I'll have a pot needle for dinner and that's fine Yeah. How I guess it's the same for you, mate. Like if you and Danny are both working from home and you live together, you'd live and work together. Um yeah, I guess there's there isn't that crossover of of actual stuff though, whereas we I sit in this room all day. She's in a different room. We, we are <laughs> but in in the other house we were in the same room because we were renting a little flat while we while we saved up to buy somewhere. Is that when you work, you know, is that just how you live? That was when we were when working as well. <laughs> but, sorry, I missed that. Assignment. We yeah. just had one room. <laughs> yeah, it's one room. We pooed um, in there and ate in there, and it wasn't really. It, it was it, some people would call people. it a room, but it's, it's mainly just a toilet. But the council came and cleaned it every now and again, so that was nice. <laughs> um, yeah, so we we but we we do. If we were in the same industry, we'd be terrible because we row all the time. No, nothing ever lasts more than a couple of minutes, but. <laughs> Fucking, we wound, we wind each other. Is that because you're really up. annoying? I'm fucking really annoying. Just, I can't. Just loud. I'm loud. Very, quite singy. A bit, bit shrieky <laughs> sometimes. So, yeah. yeah it's, I think it's, it's hard to um, argue with Sean because he's just never fucking serious about anything. <laughs> I think that's. I think yeah, that Danny. Danny gets wound up and quite wants a row, and I'm too busy seeing how many forward rolls I can do in the corridor. Just like, <laughs> I'll just leave it. I'll come back to him. When, I'll come back to him when he's tired himself out, and then we'll have a row. <laughs> Danny's really just like your mother. She is a bit better. <laughs> so she's always worried if I like. Are you warm enough? Have you have you eaten enough? And then ten minutes later, she's yelling at me because I've done something appalling. Probably <laughs> ran, rightly so. <laughs> Sophie, I think I might have messaged you about this years ago, but I saw somebody at download, and I was like. Did Sophie Brown do around? She was like, "Yes, she did," and I and I was like, "Oh my god, it's so nice!" And that was years ago. It probably wasn't that nice. (laughs) (laughs) No, it wasn't that long ago. Like maybe four years, I would say. It was nice. It was just like (laughs) (laughs) it was your typical lovely flowers that you do that I love. Yeah. How did you manage, like, how did that style develop? Was it just a natural thing? Yeah, I think it was, to be honest. There wasn't any, I don't know, sometimes people actively try and, like, change their styles, don't they? But I don't think that really happened with me. It was more like a natural, yeah, just like a natural progression. Um, And I think when I was tattooing with, like, the first, I'd say for like the first five years I was just doing like everything like literally yeah. every single thing that come through the door I would like book it in because I was just sat in like in my hometown and then you just end up getting like so many like word of mouth so I was just doing like every single style but ultimately I think that probably helped yeah yeah definitely because I think 
I don't know I find it a bit mad now when people come to tattooing and they've never even tattooed before but they've already got their mindset on what style they want to do like that just I don't know I find that a bit bizarre because I never would have thought of doing the stuff that I do now like when I first started I was just like all I ever used to draw and paint was like realistic portraits and stuff so same and it's only through trying other stuff that you I don't know it just happens naturally doesn't it yeah how do they know like they're coming into it only wanted to do black work how do they know they're not going to love doing realistic color or near black work as well <laughs> everyone always wants to do black work like. yeah and everyone does black work oh my god there is so many people who do that now yeah it's nuts no one ever seems to come in saying yeah I want an apprenticeship and I really want to do like trad Japanese stuff like no it just doesn't happen does it? it's just always black work <laughs> like, yeah yeah literally and there's so many people out there who've never done anything else like I know of so many tattooists who've never used anything other than like a fucking like three round liner like never used any shading needles don't know how to shade it's not how uh I don't know I don't agree with it personally I think if I had an apprentice it's not it's not how I would go about giving someone an apprenticeship I just think ultimately if that's how you come into the industry you're just going to hold yourself back yeah you only learn how to do one thing like how much room is there for progression like I just don't think that there is much yeah and also they'd have such a shock wouldn't they like they specialize in one thing became become proficient at it and then try and do color and go fuck that's hard and totally different yeah like it would be such a just or they get asked for it decide to do it and then give somebody a really fucking shit tattoo yeah I think it's just to do with Instagram to be honest they just yeah what's cool on Instagram that's what I want to do I want to get loads of followers from just doing that and blah 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 blah. I don't know it's not I don't know do (laughs) you think that Instagram's coming sort of or is now rather sort of almost like the yardstick where that's you become a good tattooist because of how many people follow you rather than the body of work. Definitely. I think a hundred percent. And I think I probably used to think it as well when I was a bit younger and a bit more naive that the amount of followers that you have directly correlates to how good of an yeah. artist you are, but it fucking doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. absolutely doesn't. It's got nothing to do with it. And yeah. like, I know people who have only got like a few thousand followers and their books up solidly and the work's fucking sick. And then you see people who have got loads of followers and like, I don't know, I don't want to be nasty, but you know, it's not all. Yeah. <laughs> and also people who've got like tens and tens and tens of followers and are advertising space for the next week. Yeah. yeah. Like consistently. And then I see people who have gone to 90,000 overnight and it's like buying their followers yeah where do you buy them from yeah literally. Uh, you imagine being that arse about it yeah I know that's it yeah yeah it's so sad but that is just that the newer generation they do just associate like Instagram following with how successful you are how cool you are yeah yeah and and also there's so many tattoos out there who don't really just do tattoos. It's like a whole lifestyle, yeah. whole brand. Like, yeah, like a mm. blog and tattoos are like a part of it. Yeah. 
yeah, this is my life and I tattoo. If you want to be friends with me, come and pay me uh, an obnoxious amount of money to be tattooed <laughs> by me with a mediocre tattoo. Like, <laughs> And it's like, oh, my God, like, lately, it's like there's, um, you know, like, the SoundCloud rapper face tattoo. Like, it's cool to have shit tattoos. <laughs> yes oh my god and there's so many filters as well that put them on your face as well and I was like yeah yeah. it's dangerous yeah what is it with shit face tattoos there's a a lad local to me and he does like the odd bit like groundwork and stuff if I need or like clear and metal and stuff if I need anything and he literally the only tattoos he's got are on his face and neck oh it makes me cringe so much yeah yeah, and if I see somebody who are the only tattoos of rose on the hand, like a cabbage on the hand, I'm like, God, you're such a dick. Why didn't somebody tell you that you're going to look like a dick? Like a little Michael Jackson glove in it, just like one <laughs> And then they always take selfies and their face and the hands like in it. And yeah. Oh. Hashtag girl to the tattoos. And there's one. Yeah. Yeah. That's, oh my God, that's so funny. Mick used to send me like, a picture of, he would like search through hashtag girls with tattoos and there'd be a girl with like a star in a hand like yeah girls with tattoos hashtag girls with tattoos hashtag hand tattoos <laughs> don't I think I used, to, I used to hashtag girls with tattoos back in the day <laughs> I think, I don't, there's nothing wrong with that I don't think there's anything wrong with that no it is cringe it is cringe but that's why when you start tattooing when you're like 18 you go through all your cringe phases like in the tire industry so yeah you know yeah. Some cringe things in the early 20s <laughs> but at least you probably definitely had more tattoos than just like a heart on the finger like yeah, tattoos. but i do have a heart on my finger <laughs> i put, i was playing with it was on instagram one of them was the one of the ones that had like the face tattoos and it had a heart on the cheek and i was like but oh, i've already got that along with everyone else <laughs> I have to change it into something better, like a little little willy silhouette. Yeah, that make it better, wouldn't it? No, no one's doing that, are they? Hashtag willy No tattoos. one is doing that. I'll go. be a trailblazer. Absolutely. Oh, it happens, though, doesn't it? Are you even a proper tattooist if you've not got tattoos that you regret? <laughs> oh, my God. One of my favourites is a tattoo on my arm that says a tattoo. <laughs> oh, mate. is it an yeah. Edwardian script it's in um it was in some sort of Dafon script and I had it done in a conservatory <laughs> <laughs> yeah in Dundee yeah but I thought it was well funny because I could be like I've got a tattoo what is it a tattoo <laughs> it's just so quirky <laughs> <laughs> that's me girls yeah. are tattoos <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't look too far back on that hashtag because you will see my cringe pictures from back in the day. <laughs> I'm gonna lick now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we've all been there. I mean, Mick's got a sleeve of um uh, pocket watches, so I've got one pocket watch. <clears throat> which it's right there as well look it's what's massive. the time on it oh I'm there's no time on it no time is that because you were waiting for something important i don't well because the things i've got a uh i've got another clock there a grandfather clock and that had the time on it that was just the time of the, that i had it done but my surname's tickner 
So my nickname's TikTok. So I've got a whole, um, like the bottom half of my arm is timepieces. So I feel like I've got a bit of an excuse for having a pocket watch. You have got a legitimate reason there. Yeah. I've not just seen, seen it on a footballer with some praying hands and thought that looks sick. I love that. Yeah. Reminded me of a story from when I did a, a pocket watch on somewhere. I mean, I've done like a million of them. But, but I can't actually tell the time on those types of clocks. I can only tell the time on digital clocks. Like, I just can't do it. And um, I remember this girl, I did um, a tattoo on her. And it was that she wanted the time that her daughter was born and it was 20 past. And then she was like, oh, are you sure that's definitely 20 past? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I showed someone like later on and I'd done it. It was 10 past. But in my mind, I was like, oh, two, 20. So <gasps> and she was like, oh, are you sure that's 20 past? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And she but surely like, she could see it, <laughs> yeah. was it? Like, she must, I don't know. She went, I must have been very reassuring because she went with it. <laughs> I don't know. She never came back and complained. Maybe she still thinks that that's what twenty past oh. is. <laughs> Maybe she can't tell the time either. Maybe. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. Did you ever watch that? Um, I don't. know, Was it like the um, tattoo artist of the UK? Like greatest. Oh, what was that tattoo? It was, but it was the UK one. Yeah, and someone on there. I think I saw a little bit of it, but I didn't properly watch it. Oh, well, there was someone on there and they had done a pocket watch, but they took like two seven o'clocks and their excuse was like, oh, the reference picture was wrong. And they were like, but didn't you look at it? <laughs> Imagine doing that, but on was TV. It <laughs> was it you? I think so. Did you go on it? <laughs> God, how I would be so worried about doing something like that. Well, after that, and I've oh, I've done a few spelling mistakes and everything. I don't know who let me fucking lose with the tiny machine, but <laughs> I've made so many mistakes. But I'm always so now if there's ever words in anything, I'm like, can you just triple check that it's spelled right? Can you check that that's all right? <laughs> I'm like so paranoid now. Yes. Oh my god, what's the worst spelling mistake you've done? Oh, I, I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> there's been so I'm many. <laughs> It's so bad, isn't it? <laughs> oh my god! There was, I think, there was one where I somehow got confused, and I think it was supposed to say like "can learn," but I put "canal space earn," and that was a bad one. Oh my god! It's so easily done, though. Like, especially if you're typing it as well, and. Oh, these are like mostly when I was like younger so I think a lot of it was when I was like new to tattooing and I was like so nervous to do a tattoo that I'd just like oh just fuck it up out of like nerves but yeah it just made me like more nervous to do the next one. <laughs> oh my god that's why I just do flowers now <laughs> yeah same can't spell a flower wrong can you you fucking oh. can't <laughs> <laughs> I saw you did a castle the other day did you used to do a lot more of them yeah, I did. And I haven't actively stopped doing them, but I just haven't tied much the last year because there was lockdown. Oh, yeah, of course. And then everything. So it's just, I just haven't done that many yeah. lately, but I've got like quite a lot booked in. Oh, they're so nice. Thank you. What What is your like preferred setup? So what machines do you use and what's your favourite needles? Um, Favourite needles are lockdown loose 
liners. So I use like the bigger groupings, like the 14s and, and stuff. Um, and then for stippling, I always use Magic Moons. In fact, oh. are like really tight and really fine. So I prefer to use like the, yeah, them for stippling, the really tight three liners that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't use I don't use cartridges or anything. Never have. But um, machines. I don't know, I've just changed. I just got a Dan Cuban. Before that, for big lines, I was using um, coils. Using Cephsifiris mostly. Oh, but he's been bloody cancelled now. So <laughs> just stop using them. <laughs> it's annoying, isn't it? Like value. <laughs> <laughs> When we spoke to Matt Stubbs, he was like, I've got a whole drawer of machines I can't use now, like thousands of yes. pounds worth of machines. Tankerians <laughs> are bloody risky now as well, aren't they? I know. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He wants FK irons, can't use those. Yeah, I've not got one of them, luckily. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a message to Dan, Dan self-made, don't get cancelled. We like your needles and we like your machines. Just keep yeah, Keep I have a self-made machine as well. Sean got me one for my birthday, but I'm left-handed, so he got me a left-handed coil, but I'm too used to using right-handed coils, so Aye. I really got on with it. No fault of done self-made, but... <laughs> oh, he's so nice. I bet he'd swap it for you. Well, I don't know, because how many people want to buy left-handed coils? Like, There's not that many left-handed people, is there? He does sponsor the pod. I'm sure we could have a word. Yeah. Yeah, hook me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, stippling i always use rotary works but i think a lot of people do don't think for stippling everyone big yeah. Rotary works yeah i, I do yeah they're the best yes which um, really... sorry go on which rotary works machine have you got that you like i've got a few um but i mainly use the id liner for stippling oh okay um the smaller cam one yeah um, yeah, it just fucking works for me. I had one, I ran it till it died and just <laughs> bought it again. <laughs> just <laughs> run to do the same thing. That's literally what like, I do. I've had like four of the same Rotary Works machines. Yeah, but they're fucking sick, I think. And for the money that they are as well, you fucking get so much out of them, like considering how much they cost. Yeah, it's nuts. But like recently, last couple of weeks, I've been using a, a wireless pen. And using cartridges. Oh my god, it's literally like amazing. I tried using a cartridge once. I think we were at a convention, um, and I'd only brought like a few machines with me, and one broke. So I was trying to use Sean's um, for sibling with a cartridge in. I just couldn't get on with it to be honest like it was just too smooth like it wasn't coming out as peppery it was just like yeah just like gliding which I guess is good for certain things but not not for what I wanted it for yeah I did use Sean's pen I think it's the Cheyenne one that he's got um and I used it to black out a bit of his arm and like fucking hell it's so powerful I didn't expect that I thought it was going to be so soft and it just fucking froze it in oh really I've never I have used one when I I tried one out when I first started. Someone lent me one, but I've not used one for years. Like everyone, I know so many people have got them. So many, and the um and the bishop wand as well. Yeah, but the bishop wand is like a grand. 
for the wand and the battery pack. Yeah, I think that's how much it was for Sean's. It might have been more, to be honest. It might have been like 1100 I'm not sure. It's nuts, isn't it? It's just guess, so much. And I think when you get in a pen and you can use it for all different things, like my setup, I have like a Dan Cuban. I'll use, um, I'll use an Iron Bite as well for packing black. And then I use like the Rotary Works and stuff. So that probably, that setup will add up to more than what yeah. someone using the pen. Um, but I don't know. I think I just I just prefer personally to just use different machines for different things and use actual needle bars as well rather than the cartridges. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely new to me. But the benefit of like like when I went in the guest book, I went to Joe's shop, um, Black Moon, and she had everything there. The literally the only thing I had to take was the pen, and, and I didn't even have to take cartridges. She literally supplies everything. So I just like put the pen in my bag and there I was away going. <laughs> it was great. I just, Whereas normally you were carrying a vibrator in your bag. Literally look like I'm carrying my dildo. <laughs> just a bit small. Just carrying that around. <laughs> it looks a bit like mixed microphone. <laughs> I've made that joke before. I shouldn't. Yeah. I Stop sniffing your own knob. <laughs> chance of being a fine thing <laughs> is that what you meant when you said you're doing your roly polies down the hall yeah I do. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I was trying to do but I'm, I'm 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 a bit fatter so it just you know just takes over arse overtakes the air uh yeah and then i'm away down get four four full rolls in from the front door to the kitchen it's pretty 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 impressive that <laughs> Showing oh, off now. <laughs> you are showing off. Yeah, the front door to the kitchen is like three miles. Yeah, big out for me. <laughs> I just looked at the time and I don't know where the time has gone. It's just been so nice to chat to you. Oh, thank you. You too. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so glad. Thank like, you for that. That was, that was good fun. And, yeah. Yeah. really fun I, I think I'm sure well just tell Mick it's going to happen but it would be awesome to hang out with you and Sean we'll have to come up and visit and yeah um, always after people to guess so you're always well, oh yeah, yeah that just come and do some really polies I could see how many I could get in the shop because <laughs> I heard the shop's quite big so I reckon I could, I could, I'd, yeah, yeah. I could I'd have to block out a full day to see if I could do <laughs> see how many I could do yeah we could just feel like a guest team <laughs> oh dear on that bombshell oh, we'll get that in the diary yeah <laughs> oh thank you so much again it was so lovely to meet you and um yeah thank you thank you Yay. very much <laughs> take care now you too bye, bye.